Welcome to the S-Files, sponsored by Service Wisconsin, Wisconsin's National Community Service Board. I'm your host, Kyle Flower, Communications and Government Affairs Officer for Serve Wisconsin. S-Files is your look into the impacts and stories of AmeriCorps members and volunteers serving throughout the state of Wisconsin. Each episode, we'll be digging into their service stories, or S-Files, to learn about the people and programs whose service is meeting critical needs across Wisconsin and enriching the lives of the people and communities they serve. In this episode, we are talking with Anna Daniker, who previously served two terms as an AmeriCorps member with the Boys and Girls Clubs of Greater Milwaukee's Club Corps program and helped create the S-Files podcast while she was interning for Serve Wisconsin. Anna, thanks for joining us today. Hey, Kyle. Happy to be here with my camera on. So happy to have you with us today on this side of the interviews. Anna, could you start off by telling us a little bit about your AmeriCorps service with the Boys and Girls Clubs of Greater Milwaukee? Of course. So I first served with them back in the summer of 2018, and I was just looking to use some of my performance skills and my love of art to provide service to people, to exercise skills, to kind of see what do I want to do as a career path, because that was the summer after my first year of college. I went to school for comedy, which has a lot of performance aspects in that major, which was a lot of fun. So I was in a boys and girls club program called grad plus and we were introduced to americorps and i found out about the arts advocacy program at the time at the boys and girls club and i thought i was a great fit so when i interviewed i pitched myself as specifically being able to teach performance and they really liked that because it was different as well as teaching arts and crafts just because i enjoy that And then I was placed at two different clubs that summer, and it was a really rewarding experience. That's awesome. And so what are some of the activities that you were doing with the kids over the summer? So it depended on the grade level. I was teaching and helping out with kids who were from the ages of four to about 13. So for the little ones, it was small arts and crafts activities and also collaborating with another AmeriCorps member who was doing music. So we kind of combined art and music sometimes, then different scaled crafts for like second and third and fourth graders. But by the time we're getting into like third and fourth grade, I was introducing them to basic improv performance. So it would be like exercises like going around in a circle and coming up with silly names and actions or coming up with a dance spontaneously. Things should just get them moving and helping them feel silly and that performing and being silly is okay. And with the older kids, we were starting to do more complicated improv scenes. So that was a lot of fun. And At my second club that summer, I was more focused on art because they had a bigger space for the art room and more supplies. So that was fun to get more into the visual arts, which I wouldn't say is an expertise, but I was lesson planning. So I was researching and looking things up. And that was a good learning experience for me to sort of dive into teaching arts. And my second club, we actually made a mural on the wall, which was cool, out of paper. So that was really fun. And then flash forward to finishing college, I I was part of the program again, but this time it was virtual, which is a little different. (laughs) So I was teaching everything through YouTube videos and some live Zoom classes. And so the first time it was kids were there, they were doing a summer program. 
The first place I was placed at was more or less a fun summer school, we'll say. They had their teachers, a lot of them. There was at a school location called Early View, and the teachers who taught during the regular school year were actually helping out with the Boys and Girls Club. So they actually would go through, you know, this is reading class, this is math class, etc. And then we were inserted into their daily curriculum as arts and music teachers and in my case for performing arts teachers in person and then the second location was more of a I'd say day summer camp. That's wonderful and it was a great way to keep kids engaged over the summer and provide some educational content for keeping any slide from happening and losing their skills but also a way to just stay engaged and enjoy themselves over that summer. Absolutely I think you know structure is very important for kids no matter how you present it so like we would provide them a place to play and learn and grow. On top of that in my specific position when Ever we got into performing improv, it was nice to provide them that hour to perform improv. But within that hour, because it is improvising, here's where there are less rules. And it's okay to laugh at yourself. And it's okay to say something silly. And it was really interesting to see how the kids first started when we did simple games. And they were always questioning, can I say this? Is that okay? You know, can I just make it up? And then kind of getting more comfortable, like, yeah, I can do what I want in this space because we are making it up on the spot. So it was nice to give them that block of time to just say and do whatever. Because I think when you're a kid, you live by a lot of rules, which is important. But then I think uh, something like improv is kind of like stretches your mind like, oh, it's okay for me to say like the bananas are walking to the store and I'm joining them. And then a flying dog comes in, giving the permission to use their full imagination. It was awesome to be a part of that. That's so cool. And then the second time you mentioned it was virtual because you said it was towards the end of your college experience. So timeline wise, so virtual due to COVID, I'm guessing. I had the pleasure of graduating in December of 2020. (laughs) So as I was ending my collegiate time, everything was going remote or maybe hybrid. And my previous manager from Club Core reached out to me to say, this will look different now, but we loved having you before. And I know you're graduating soon. Would you be interested in being a part of the program? But this time you'd be creating curriculum that would be shared online. And I was happy to take the opportunity because I think it was like a pretty dark time fall of 2020 for many reasons. And it was nice that people are still finding a way to like make and share art with kids and make a fun, a rewarding time for them, even in an odd situation. That I'd say I leaned into more instructional videos, still was a variety of lessons. I did a little bit of like teaching how you might write a script, you know, things I had learned in college, some improv, but it looked different because it's all in a pre-prepared video. So kind of going through the instructions and how you might set up an improv game at home. We had a weekly themed video on Friday, so it might be snow day or national poodle day or something and making some sort of craft art video based on that which is always a lot of fun in addition to the regular curriculum we also were striving to put a more interactive piece into it which could be hard with scheduling and with some kids being in person some kids being virtual but i ended up 
creating a drawing series during certain times and days of the week where kids would be set up socially like distance at their clubs. And then there'd be, I assume, like a projector or screen at the front of the room where I would be teaching remotely from my house and kind of just like, here's a relaxing time, put on some music where we can all draw together. I would give them a theme like, hey, let's draw a park or draw things like that you would see in a pizza parlor and things like that. Just like giving them prompts and talking to them. Um, So it was both teaching and also just like a relaxing break, I think for me and for the kids. And at the time it was bringing in some like skills and tools I was learning from uh, an additional college course I was taking post-graduating. I took a technical college course in animation. So it's kind of bringing in those drawing skills I was learning at the time, which was neat to pass on to them as I was learning. That's wonderful. 2021, was that mainly after-school programming that the kids were doing? Is it program they were doing while they were in virtual school? How was that working? It was after-school programming. Um, so we chose a time where they would have gotten settled in into the club that they were either at after school or at that time. Many students, I think, were still completely virtual. So they were using that club space as a place to go that's comfortable and is like a school. So they would be doing their virtual learning, I believe, from the club location and then transitioning to after school activities within the same location. The volunteers and workers at the clubs would set them up to connect with me in the classroom space and like get them supplies. So I would coordinate with the folks who were in person to make sure like, oh, they just need paper and crayons, whatever they need to color with and something where they can hear and see me and then we'll be all set. But it was usually that like 3 to 4 p.m. slot after school hours. And then everything else was me working during the day to create series of lessons that they could watch when they were able to. So there are private playlists on YouTube specifically made for the club kids. That's wonderful because you're able to give them that connection and those other activities when there was so much other stuff was cut off. Yeah. And of course, you always wish you could be doing more, but was an unimaginable situation for all of us. So I hope, you know, my videos were watched and it brought some form of joy and connection to the kids because I think it is important when times are really stressful to turn to art and turn to human connection as much as possible to stay engaged and stay happy. Looking back at your two different terms as an American member with Boys and Girls Club of Greater Milwaukee, what are some favorite memories or stories you could highlight from your service for us? So I'll try to share some from both, but I must say I'm biased towards the in-person term because I think that's where more memories are naturally made. I was at the Early View Club location for the majority of that summer, and it was a smaller location, so naturally just like easier to get to know all of the club members. Some kids just naturally connect. It may be art is their favorite subject. So I'd have kids come up to me and say like, art's my favorite, you know, like let's keep drawing. So those are always very sweet moments when you get direct feedback from the kids and specifically one shy club member. They're all sharing their like memories from early view so far and he said my favorite is art and I was like oh which craft did you like the best you know thinking like some lesson that I had planned he was like no I specifically liked the drawing and he was talking about 
after regular programming, they kind of had like a free for all time when they're waiting to get picked up. So like gym or whatever they wanted to do. And sometimes I would make coloring sheets for some of the kids. So kind of just freehand, like maybe a character, like someone from The Incredibles, something like that. It was a movie that came out that summer and then they would color it in. So that's what he was talking about. And I was like, well, that's very sweet. I enjoyed that. And then field trips we went on and being in charge of small groups of kids on field trips so that I could see them make memories in real time. We went to Little America, the amusement park, and that was a lot of fun. Just taking kids on rides. We went to the movies, which was a joy. Seeing them have pure fun was the best. And some of the improv games, it's really funny to to hear and see what kids come up with on the fly, especially when they like get the hang of the rhythm of the game. You know, we had one game where we're in a circle and you have to like pose like something, like pose like Beyonce or maybe pose like the Empire State Building and just seeing how everyone would flail their arms. Strike a pose was a lot of fun. And then I'd say from the virtual term, there was a lot of good moments, but I really liked the weekly check-ins with the other AmeriCorps members. It was just nice because everyone had a different expertise. Like someone was currently getting their master's in some form of music. It might have been music therapy, which was just really interesting. They might be checking in from their university and talking about how they're going to incorporate their skills. And it was just cool to have that AmeriCorps to AmeriCorps connection with them. And definitely the live drawing lessons. So I would draw something and hold it up and then kids would compare. And it was nice to be like, oh, that's what you drew. This is what I drew. Like, that's so fun. That was my favorite from there. And then right after your service finished with your second tour of the AmeriCorps, we were so happy to have you join us as an intern with Serve Wisconsin. And so could you describe some of the different activities you did when you were interning with Sir Wisconsin supporting AmeriCorps throughout the state? Yeah, well, we certainly did a lot. I'll just start from, I think my first week, you had introduced me to the Governor's Service Awards, which was really neat to be a part of planning that event in person. I was working on the annual reports, which was Very cool to sort of get into design and communication skills right away and applying all of them, as well as helping to look over the website and look at the language and the graphics. Another exciting thing about that summer interning was you were in the midst of a logo change for Serve Wisconsin. So I also think right away I was in meetings where everyone was reviewing the colors and the layout of the logo and this big rebranding. So it was rebranding and writing and creating also like social media posts and newsletter content. So it was nice to have my hand in a lot of different areas. And so I thank you for giving me that chance to work on so many different projects at once. And it was really fun having your technical skills that we could use, like doing a video to an animation to unveil the new logo because AmeriCorps rebranded and then we had to rebrand as well. And then to put together, as everyone was rebranding, all sorts of promotional videos for all of our programs they could use for recruitment. 
Yeah, there was a lot of video editing, which was fun and exciting for me to use those skills and also stretch those skills um, to like keep learning. I did love the little logo reveal animation I put together with the Serb Wisconsin logo coming out of a curtain. That was a lot of fun. And also a big highlight was putting together the promotional videos for the different AmeriCorps programs. So it was just another way for me to learn about more programs. As an AmeriCorps in 2018, I had just learned that it existed and my like scope of understanding of AmeriCorps was basically like, oh, the Boys and Girls Club, which is great, but there's so much more to do, so many more opportunities just for every type of person, like, you know, protecting and conserving wildlife and working in healthcare. So that was just very cool to be coordinating with folks from different programs to like, oh, you know, what do you want to highlight about your program? What photos do you want to use? This is how we're going to present you. It's just another way to interact with them and really feel good about showcasing their work because I got to, to know what they did. And then, like I said, the Governor's Service Awards, we did so much for that, like putting together programs and who's going to be awarded the awards and the actual physical awards, like every aspect of it. It was amazing to think that's when we met in person for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Towards the end of the summer, the whole team came together in person. That was a great experience. And then like getting to sit at the AV table and make sure the slideshows were running correctly. So it was definitely a start to finish. Getting to be involved was great. But then the, the start of the podcast towards the end of the summer was coming into fruition. So that was exciting. And here we are yeah. today. So I know. Thanks for all that technical help. We had to learn to live broadcast the awards because it was that still COVID was present. So we were back in person that year, but... A lot of folks were watching from home. It's one of my favorite days of the year because you get to meet all these wonderful people who were doing such great things. But it's still, it was a lot to get everything going. I was so appreciative for the help on that. And then you mentioned that getting the podcast launched. And one of the great things was you had a background in podcast. I had dreamed up wanting to do this, but didn't have the knowledge to do it. And now we're on episode 40 that you're our guest for. So thank you for all your help putting that together. Yeah, it was my pleasure. So that was another thing I did after graduating. I Right away in January 2021, I joined the AmeriCorps program at the Boys and Girls Club. But then a, a few months later, I got involved in a podcast as a production assistant. It was another remote role. And I hadn't intended to go into podcasting. I think that's what happens with a lot of people's careers. You know, you just find new opportunities and learn from there. But it was a good experience and opened my eyes to like the world of podcasting. I was just happy to contribute what I knew. Here's how you record remotely because we are in a world where COVID or not, it's very convenient to record remotely. And, you know, here's what I know about editing and the programs to use. So it, it was great to contribute my knowledge and also to continue growing my skills as someone can edit and produce podcasts through Serve Wisconsin, especially in just a, I think, a unique category of podcasting when we're showcasing AmeriCorps members and volunteers and the great programs across the state of Wisconsin. I think that's really special. It's been nice to be a part of that. Yeah, just so happy to have you help and edit all of these episodes and help put everything together and help dream up the whole thing. And so looking at this now, 
How has your AmeriCorps service and your time at Serve Wisconsin helped impact the path you've taken since you've been serving? I think making me confident that I can be a leader in multiple areas and I can always learn new things and apply knowledge constantly because I did have the skills needed for the AmeriCorps positions and needed for the internship at Sarah Wisconsin, but there's always so much more to learn and do. And I think when you first, I think it's very common to start any opportunity and feel intimidated and fill yourself with some doubt of just for anything in life. Like, can I really do this? But over the summer I served first with AmeriCorps and the next term in the like winter spring after college and then moving on to service Wisconsin showed I can. I can lesson plan. I can connect with kids in person and virtually. I can apply communication skills to this new realm. Because like I said, I was a, a comedy major um, and had some experience in marketing, some experience in podcasting and just like, applying that all to this a space of supporting Service Wisconsin and all that Service Wisconsin does. So it just made me a more confident person, a more confident professional, and also, I guess, heightened the importance of, you know, what can I do? to help people serving in my life and what can I do to serve? I think working for Service Conscience showed me like, oh, there's so much that goes into supporting these programs and making sure they continue and doing the most for AmeriCorps members. And part of that is marketing communications. Part of that is outreach through podcasting. So I think just the whole media space is so important and I'm continuing to work in that space with both our podcast and now I'm working full time at an animation studio. And I don't think I would have gotten there without opportunities like AmeriCorps and Service Wisconsin. They made me a more effective worker, communicator, collaborator, and heightened my appreciation of, uh, like I said, like media and entertainment spaces. What I was doing was like forms of entertainment, like getting kids involved in arts and performance, putting on the award show with Service Wisconsin, producing a podcast. So I'm just really lucky to be where I'm at now. So living in LA, working in animation, so thankful. And I think it's probably not apparent to most people if they just like looked at a resume, but I know I wouldn't be here without Service Wisconsin and without AmeriCorps. So very grateful. Well, we're just so happy that you're now doing a full-time role in a career path that you love and that you're able to get some of the skills to help get there through your AmeriCorps service and your time with us. Thank you. Well, Anna, just want to say thank you so much for joining us today as a guest for the podcast. Happy to be here, Kyle. Thanks for having me. And just thank you so much and good luck with all the future endeavors. And we just want to see more and more great stuff that your service Time helps influence as you continue to thrive. Thank you again to Anna for sharing about her AmeriCorps service experience with the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Milwaukee and giving us another story we can file under service. Thank you for tuning in to the S-Files podcast, produced by Serve Wisconsin. I'm your host, Kyle Clower. Your producer is Anna Daniker. And as always, a big thank you to everyone that serves here in Wisconsin. Remember, the S and S-File stands for service. And you are the reason we have so many great stories to highlight. Tune in next time for another page pulled from the S-Files.